So now we begin with uh, Perk Tzadiches. That's the uh, the next Perk. It's a it's a shorter uh, Perk which we, we, which we have. And let me bring it up on the screen for you. Got it. Got it. Okay. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so this begins where uh, actually we're going we're gonna to begin here with the uh, with the Malbim because um, he's going to give us an introduction to what's happening over here. So the Malbim says, "Mizmor Zeh." Yeah, Mizmor Zeh. I lost the thing at some point. Mizmor uh, Zeh. So, like the Malbim gave us in the introduction before we started these uh, these prakim, we're now on the fourth pair of that that we are doing. So he says that the, the Malbim had told us that we're going to have some prakim that deal with three that deal with teva, Akash Baruch Hu, inside of nature, at least the way the 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 the, the, na- the nations of the world perceive God, and then he's going to switch to the specific miraculous way that Akash Baruch Hu interacts with Klal Yisrael. So with this parak parak tzadiches, so we begin now to see Akash Baruch Hu's behavior in a in a miraculous way, his miraculous uh, part. And this is where Akash Baruch Hu is going to deal directly with the world without an intermediary. This is not going to be through the sun, the moon, and the stars and other powers of nature which exist. This is going to be God's direct interaction. This is not going to be through the laws of nature, but rather this is going to be descriptive of Akash Baruch Hu uh, interacting with us in a very personal way. And he's going to overturn laws of nature entirely. He's going to uproot and he's going to just uh, uh, avoid them. He'll uh, short circuit them. Oh, then we go. Okay. So now this is what we know that he's going to do. Now we can begin the parak. We say, Mizmor, that this is a song. Shir Lashem Shir Chadash. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to go ahead and he is going to sing, we're going to sing a new song, Kiniflaus Asa, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done wondrous things. Hoshia Lo Yamino, his right hand has gained him victory. HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses his right hand. Uzra Kadsho, as did his holy arm. So we're talking about over here about, and there's not the, we don't have any Radak or any of the other commentators on this. But here we have the Akash Baruch Hu, we identify specifically. We say that Akash Baruch Hu is doing wonders. And what are those wonders? They're being done with his yamin, his right hand, and his roa, his arm. So what exactly is the, in, in his arm is referred to as holy. So what exactly does this refer to? So the, the Malvin now explains that the Yomar, so now that we know that we're, we're seeing God uh, interact with the world in this miraculous way, so we're now going to sing this new song to God, specifically because of the wonders and the miracles which he's doing, which is indicative of the, uh, of the miracles. Wonders, by their very definition, are things which are astounding and are not really found in nature. 
things which are unusual in nature, those are sites that you want to go ahead and behold, in something which can't really exist in nature. So that's even more wondrous than that. And that's what we call niflaos. So the niflaos, which we're referring to over here, are those great wonders, are things which we can't really explain scientifically. And now the Malbim explains, and you'll, you know, you can apply these rules. You'll think about it when we get to Pesach time at the Pesach Seder, when we talk about Zro and Atuya, the outstretched arm. So here the Malbim is telling us that when we talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's interaction with the world, his manipulation of the world in a nature, in a scientific way, within the laws of nature, so then that's always going to be associated with God's left hand. The left hand, which typically is the weaker hand. So whenever we want to talk about God interacting with the world it, through nature, that's always going to be characterized. You'll always see a reference to his left hand. But when we talk about God interacting with the world through miracles, with miracles, so that's always going to be categorized, that's always going to be associated with God's right hand. So that's why in the first passage of this parrot says, Hoshia lo yamino that the salvation is going to come about through, we didn't just say his hand, we said Yamino, we said specifically the right hand. So that's how we know that we're discussing things which are miraculous. And then even with that, the Malbim says, there are two different levels. That there are times when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to respond, and it'll certainly be a miraculous response from God, but is God responding through, uh, as a result of, in response to, I should say, in response to the zechuyos, the merits which we were able to to, uh, to generate. So through our Torah study, through our mitzvah performance, through our connection to God and our attachment to God, so that's going to lead to one level of a miraculous uh, interaction with the with this world, and that is going to be care. So that's number one. Then Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to generate a spiritual energy, a miraculous energy into this world, which has nothing to do with our efforts whatsoever. HaKadosh Baruch Hu just generates that energy completely on his own. Similar to what we say, like Shabbos is Isarusa Dele'ila. We don't have to do anything. We don't manipulate the weekly calendar to say as a result of what Klai Yisrael has done, that's why Shabbos has arrived. We don't do anything to make Shabbos come. God makes Shabbos come. Yantif, we say, because we have the power to go ahead and decide when Rosh Chodesh is. So to some degree, we, we, we control the monthly calendar, but the weekly calendar, when Shabbos arrives, that we don't have any control over that whatsoever. So when the energy comes purely from Hashem's side of the equation, that's what we call Isa Rusa. It's an awakening, Dili'ila from above. Meaning, Shalom Chus Hador. Having nothing to do at all with the merit of the generation at all, it's something which HaKadosh Baruch Hu just infuses or sends that energy our way. Umavur and it's clear by us, Shabesha Yishadet Hamarach Chus, that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes at and overrides nature, and overrides science, because of the schuyos, because of the merits which we generated through our behavior and our actions and our connection to God, so that's what we would characterize when we say God is using his yamin, God is using his right hand. 
So the right hand is that miraculous uh, interaction with the world, which is generated by us. We started it by doing mitzvahs, by studying Torah, by listening to God. On the other hand, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu overrides nature in a way which has nothing to do with our merit, nothing to do with our actions, it's not something which we were able to generate. We didn't start that, uh, that, uh, that energy. It came solely from God. So then that's going to be called HaKadosh Baruch Hu using his arm. That's the arm part of the equation. And we wouldn't use the term yamin, which would be right hand. We use the term Yizroa. Why is arm going to be the term which we use to capture when Akash Baruch Hu generates the energy? Ki Because the arm is above the hand. Just anatomically, it's above the hand. Shehu esayad. And ultimately, it's the arm which is going to control where the hand is going to get up. The hand can't really thrust itself very far out, but the arm can. That's the outstretched arm. So the outstretched arm is HaKadosh Baruch Hu le- reaching out for Klai So That's why it's such a beautiful idea now that the idea that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim happened with an stre- outstretched arm, that's because, as we know, in, the, in that generation of those who left Mitzrayim, they didn't have merit to make themselves worthy of the Geula. It had to come exclusively from God. He's the one who had to generate that energy. And being that it was exclusively God's energy which started it, because we were not deserving, we were idolaters at that time. So that's why the imagery of the outstretched arm is something which is going to play such a critical, and now we understand the, the reference, the muscle which is being used over here, that it was completely God's doing without anything happening from, our, from us. And that's why we're trying to capture this idea that the beginning of the energy, the energy gets generated from God rather than through our own zechuyos, our own merits through our, our behavior. And that's what the Pasuk means when it says, that there's going to be salvation with his right hand. So again, right hand means God responding in a miraculous way to our zechuyos. That's going to be the miracles which happen because of the merit of the generation. And then it goes on to say, Or there's going to be another miraculous way that God is going to intervene and he's going to interact in this world. And that's going to be with his holy arm. That's going to be the behavior which has nothing at all to do with our actions. That's where the energy comes solely from God. So this idea of are talking about two different ways by which HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to interact in this world. Then the next Pasuk says, Hodiyah Hashem Yishuaso uh, where to go? We say that Hashem, um, Hashem makes known His salvation, and before the eyes of the nations. So He goes ahead and He's going to reveal His justice, meaning that, uh, meaning that before this salvation came, right, revealed. Right, the uh, the uh, Mitzvahs David focuses on the fact that we use the term Gilatzid Kaso that he has revealed his judgment, his justice. So revealed has to mean that the thing was there; it existed already, 
And now we're just uncovering it. That's the big reveal, is when you uncover what was really there all along. So at this time of the Gula, so why does the uh, why does David Amalek choose the term that is righteousness, is justice, is going to be revealed at that time? Seemingly, it's something which is coming into existence at that time. So why use that term? So the Mitzvah's David explains that the reason why the David Amalek uses the term revealed is because the Nevi'im, the prophets had told us to anticipate this for years and years and years. So we know that it exists somewhere, and now we're going to see the revelation of that nevuah. So that which the 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 the, the prophets have prophesized about that that time of judgment, when Akash Baruch Hu reveals himself. So that's going to be revealed at that time when Hashem makes known His salvation. Meaning, Mabim explains further that mevuah etzleinu. It's it's explained by us again. This is something which we know. That when you find this idea of salvation and tzedakah and justice, which are uh, appear in conjunction with one another, like it, like this pasuk says, it says, Hashem Yeshua so, and then kaso. So you have Yeshua and you have tzedakah appearing together. So whenever they appear together. What that means is that the salvation that we're referring to is the action which is ultimately going to provide salvation for the Jewish people. Or it may be a salvation which the entire world is going to experience. Which is the purpose of all of Hashem's action and it is the repair it is the ultimate repair for the entire world. So that's what Yeshua is. Either Yeshua, salvation for the Jewish people, people or salvation of the universe. Hatzedaka, and then the judgment. So tzedakah is the trait. That is the energy which is going to be behind that salvation. Salvation doesn't exist in a vacuum. There has to be some sort of energy which is going to propel it, which is going to move it forward. So it's the tzedakah, which is going to be the cause of, that's the energy which is going to bring about the result of some sort of salvation. So that's why these two things, that's the, the symbiotic, I don't know if symbiotic, but that's the, the cause and effect, the role which they have with one another. Meaning that the this heavenly judgment which is going to take place, the heavenly justice which is going to happen at the time of the future Geula, that is going to be the cause of, of the Yeshua. And um, just lost track of the Pesukim. Oh, yeah, cool. So we say, and Yitzayir, and we can say further, that justice is something which is always found in God's proximity. And it's just something which it remains hidden and concealed and needs to be revealed. But it's something which always exists. That's also part of the, the revealed part. That it's gilat kaso. It's something which is always there. Aval ha but the salvation ain't a b'mitzias tamid v'tzarchet havo. That's not something which is 
constantly existing, and that's something which has to arise. V'chein, Amar Po, Hodia Hashem Yeshuaso. And that's why we say over here that Hashem is going to make known His salvation. So that's why by the righteousness, which is always near God, that's going to be revelation. By the Yeshua, which doesn't always exist, that's something which you need to make known, meaning you need to bring it into existence. And in contrast to what we said in the earlier prakim, where we talked about that when there's a hidden hashkacha, which exists, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to run the world, but from within the confines of nature and science. So then we said, that we're going to recount day in and day out God's salvation. So Amar, but now, now that there's going to be this great revelation, it's not even going to be something that people are going to have to report to one another. Earlier, when God was in, was was interacting in the world via science, so not everybody recognizes that as God, and therefore people have to relate that to one another. But at this point, once we're in Perak Tzadiches, and there's going to be this enormous revelation of God's existence and all that judgment, so then nobody needs to tell anybody about God's salvation. Why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself is the one who is revealing that, that, that salvation. And he is the one who's going to make it known. Because this is a salvation which is revealed and known. And it's not something which is hidden within nature. So being that something which is going to be overt and something which is obvious and evident to everybody, so nobody needs to talk about it. Because, and the same thing is going to be of the justice, which is the reason for this salvation. Which until now is something which was hidden. Now it's something which is going to be revealed. The judgment is something which is going to be revealed before in this great public manner. The Yomar, and we say, he has um okay actually we're gonna hold it over here for tonight by this because this is gonna lead us into uh, into the next pasuk. So Emir Sashem next week at this time, seven o'clock by uh, by Chicago and uh eight o'clock uh, New York time. So we will pick it up with uh, that, that part of the uh, the, the Malbim by uh, in Pasuk, uh, Pasuk Gimel. Okay, thank you. Good night. All thank right. you, Rabbi.